Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We got a lift open for you in the garage with Stan Andruski on News Radio WRVA. Get your motor running. Head out on the oh, that was good. It was going to be so flawless. Oh, man. This is what happens when you get old. The shows get old. We're old. Pixie is not old. No. You know, you know what it is? I, I missed rehearsal again this week, didn't I? Yes. Right? Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we normally do our six, seven-hour rehearsal. For the hour show. For the hour show, hitting the high notes. <laughs> and uh, No. So, not true. I'm sorry. Oh. You guys saw what happened behind the scenes. Well, All we... I will say is thank God yeah. for, for Brian and thank God for Hazel because they make us look like superstars. Yeah, I would say. Well, they make you look like I could never look like a superstar. You're looking pretty doggone good. I'm telling you that. It's uh, and I, let me introduce everybody yes, because that's we always do. If I, especially if I messed up the do to do to do to do's. It is a Saturday morning, and on Saturday mornings you spend time in the garage with that guy right there, Stan Andruski. I always refer to him as my brother from another mother. Uh, the the top. Auto Dude. How's that for a title? It's even better than uh, Car Whisperer. Uh, the number one A-plus auto tech genius. Wow. Um, is That's sta- a lot. I, th- no? I, you want me to dial it back a little really bit? I can't put that on top of my resume. All right. It's so like stick a with whole n- paragraph by itself. Yeah. All right. So we'll stick with number one Auto Dude for today then. Uh, who, who during the week you will find at Certified Auto Repair 8401 Oakview Avenue in the lakeside section of Henrico. And uh, on Saturday mornings, uh, just part of what Stan does, he gives back. He's right here. The way this works is you've got car questions, and Stan has car answers. It's really, really simple. You send the uh, questions, and I want to remind everybody, uh, because we go sometimes, uh, Stan, you know, sometimes everybody wants to talk on the phone, and sometimes, like, I don't even remember what a phone is. I'm just texting my uh, my serial number, my yeah. VIN number, and, <laughs> and they're going to have to look it up on the air. Yeah, that's I mean, all. It, like, text us, and, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting, but that's why we're here. Yeah. You know, we're trying to, we talk about this a lot. We're trying to give back. Yeah. And that's what we're here for, wow. so... Bring away, ask questions. Absolutely. Everybody drives out there, and we want to have the ability to <laughs> uh, help you with questions. Exactly. So, 
Uh, The number is the same, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. If you want to call, if you want to text on the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, We've got beautiful weather temperature-wise, and uh, we always do, if you think about it. And 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 here's what I mean. Even if it's 19 degrees, you can turn the heat on in your car. If, it, if it's 100 degrees outside, you turn the air conditioning on, yes. right? Uh, so you can always be comfortable in the car, assuming, of course, that those pieces of the car work. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, And if they don't work on certain days, Jeff's the best person to talk to. Absolutely. About. Those are the days you don't drive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really straightforward. This this whole every Tuesday morning. Yeah, well, yeah. You get a job that doesn't require you to be there on Tuesday morning. See, that's all. See, uh, this is the, the this is the priceless advice that you get on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, You're no, welcome. No offense, but you know that whole car repair thing isn't You're all welcome. that difficult. It doesn't work on a Tuesday. Don't drive on a Tuesday. That's all. Simple as that. Yes. Uh, so, you have problems. We have answers. Yeah. <laughs> you I may mean, say they're the right answers, but they're the answers. Uh, yeah. you, I, I want you, and I, 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 I know we want everybody getting in on questions, but uh, we got a lot of discussions going on about car inspections right now. Yeah. And I really, I just think it's important for people to understand why we have car inspections because, yeah. you know, sometimes people think, oh, man, what a pain in the rear end. I got to go there. They're going to tell me my uh, something doesn't work. And it's they're just looking for something. Yeah. And that's not really the case. Right. No, I've changed. It shouldn't be. I've, I've changed my tune on them when I was younger. I did not believe we should have them. Um, I thought it was overreach. But then you go to Mexico and you <laughs> see people are riding around on four wheelers. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking bad about Mexico. The place I went to is absolutely beautiful. Right. Uh, but. You know, you're driving, and they have, like, these little kangaroo things that their baby's in the middle, and then they're on the back of mo- no helmets. I'm like, huh. Oh, my gosh. And and so you start to think that, yes, yeah, sometimes, especially guys, <laughs> yep. uh, we need a little bit. We're, tw- we're all 12 still. Megan said it yesterday. We're all 12 still. Some of us get a little older and make big boy decisions at least a couple times a week, uh, but we're still 12. Yeah. So we, we continually try to be... Um, I don't know. We, we need some. We need some help. I think the problem is is where the help comes from. It's very important. I think to have state inspections in Virginia. We see yeah. so many things, and they were set up years ago under the premise that you know people were getting hurt. Let's keep them safe. More than an overreach. That's why the price of inspections has, has always been pretty minimal. Yeah, it's never. They're trying not to hurt you with the price, but they do want you to be safe. And so, but getting and taking that away. Hmm. Um. Guys, you don't want your car not looked over. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, and not everybody does it. Certified does it uh, every single time you bring your car, and we're doing a look over. We want to make sure your car's safe, and it That's doesn't right. take very long, right, uh, to do it. And you know, you know how to look for it, just like you do on state inspections. So, the book has to be probably updated some. Okay, they continually try, and then anytime there's a law that gets passed or changed in that book, I think there just needs to be a panel of technicians that they confer with before they do it yeah yeah they, it makes sense now every once in a while they bring one or two no i mean you need like a like people can apply for it yeah whatever you want a board of technicians that are that are you know head of the pack that they can go out there and talk to their constituents and make sure that what they're seeing in the field as these cars change right look guys batteries bring on a whole new level of uh, electric cars bring on a whole new level of safety issues that we weren't thinking about before. Right. Um, and so there's just so much more, and the book has not been updated to adjust for some of those things, right? So Interesting. So it's yeah. very important that you have the people in the know mm-hmm. part of these decisions, and it's very important that we don't just do it 
uh, on a political basis because somebody promised they're going to get rid of state inspections or right. we're going to go to, to semi-annual or every two or three years. It's not a good idea. But we have, I mean, look, we have too many inspections So right. in our shop. It's, we, we do good jobs. It, it doesn't necessarily help or hurt us. Yeah. It can be a little burdensome trying to, trying to keep up. So I'm not the biggest fan of having to do them, yep. but I, we understand the why. And the why is yeah. to make sure that you guys out here are not going to have a wheel fall off, come across the highway and go through my windshield That's right. and hurt my family or somebody else's family. Yeah. And, and, and the thing, you know, you talk about uh, the inspections and uh, sometimes they're burdensome. Uh, the price point for inspections, uh, and, and I don't want to speak for anybody, but you guys aren't making anything on inspections, oh, no, no, right? I mean, that's no. like a money loss, yeah. uh, it seems to me. And who can be an inspector? Is every auto tech a, 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 an inspector? No. I mean, you have to have at least two years of experience in the field, minimum. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, you might come out of a technical center with two years of actually physically working on a car, and I think that's partially acceptable. Your driving record has to be good. Your credit has to be good. So it is not an easy thing to do either. So this is probably one of the highest qualified people as far as technicians go in Virginia because they right. literally have to be. Now, they may not may not be the best if it's a kid that comes out of ITT, but he's going to know how to look at he's going to know how to look your car over and make sure, sure it's safe. Right? Right, right. He may not know how to diagnose it like a guy that's been working on him for 20 years, but he's certainly going to know how to make sure that car's safe. Okay. Right. And so even then. You have if you have a younger guy that's coming out or somebody who just gets it, the troopers usually want you to make it make sure you have them next to somebody who is watching, keeping mm -hmm. or keeping, especially mm -hmm. the first six months or year. It's not required, okay. but we always know we've right. known it for years. This right. is a new guy with a new license. We have to make sure he's making the right decisions. So interesting. Um, it's it is a very. I mean, I wish that we could adopt that as far as the overall knowledge and licensing of technicians. I wish we could have something like that. Um, where ASE or Tech Fix in this case yep. would come up and actually have a make you a, a licensed right. automobile technician. I think it would go. I think it would go a far, far, far distance. Okay, all right. Well, you know that's one of the things we'll talk about. We've got a couple of good questions coming in already that uh, you're going to enjoy. I'm not going to tell you what they are now. Oh boy, must no, be no. Ford questions. <laughs> I mean, we all know that Chevys don't break, so... Ooh, ouch, Robbie. ouch, ouch. Well, uh, well, yep, okay, well, you just you just hold your Robbie. horses over there. About uh, 150 horses is what you got, right? I got espresso. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so hang on a second. Uh, lots of great questions, man, coming in. 833-804-1140. That is the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140. Lots of folks on the text line, but we'd love to chat with you as well, man. Come on, let's brighten up the day. 833-804-1140. Same phone number, 833 833- 804-1140. Just a quick reminder, Saturday mornings you are in the garage with Stan Andruski. During the week you're going to find Stan at Certified Auto Repair. Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the lakeside section of Henrico. Excite. If we do not get to your question uh, this morning or you've got other questions, of course you give them a call during the week, 804 804- Five five three nine seven 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 eight zero four five five three nine seven seven seven. But it is Saturday, so you call us now at eight three three eight zero four eleven forty, or text us on the Chronic Care of Richmond text line eight three three eight zero four eleven forty. Saturday morning, you are in the garage. And the impact. Yeah, great one. Great nice, one to wake nice, up. Nice, great nice. one's out there probably burning a nice wood fire Ooh. out in Hanover. The, well, that's where we're at. Yeah, you're a different part of it. Oh, that's all right. We're, 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 we're in an expansive county here in Hanover. Yes. 
and we have no more room. Just in case anybody's <laughs> thinking. We, we are all filled up. It's not. might not be true. I don't know. They're talking about putting the world's biggest uh, data processing center uh, up here. Huh. And it's 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 uh, causing That's a scary. bit of consternation. Well, you say. would think. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. what's that big data center so-called thing that's out in, like, Nevada that has, not Area 51, but the other one? <laughs> is it, like, Matt? Um, who is it? NSA, maybe? Like, they hear everything you say, even what you think? <laughs> it might be another one of them. Who's to say? What do I know? Uh, who knows? Who knows? What right. do I know? We don't know. I, I'll tell you what we do know. We know that we had a lot of people jumping in this morning on the uh, chronic care of uh, Richmond text line, pardon me, chronic care of Richmond text line. And we're going to get to those, 833-804-1140. we got some folks who are hopping on with questions. Now, Stan, because it is a Saturday morning, and we all know how much you hate Fords. Here's a question about a Ford. We're going to go to Brian, who's got a, he's got a Ford question. You, oh, you know how those Ford folks are. Good morning, Brian. You are in the garage. Good morning, Brian. Hey. Good morning. Stan, I'm going to ask you to put your bias aside for just a second. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he is a Ford hater. You know how those people are. I know. I know I'm not. I'll, I'm I'll, not. I'll reserve my judgment on the Chevrolet, okay? <laughs> so here, here's my deal. I've got a 2020 F-150 with 70,000 miles on it. And it, I've gotten a dealership to change the oil regularly when it needs to be done. So... Last time I got it done, it was getting close to being done again. I went to drive the truck, and it started tapping, like, really bad. So I pull over, check the oil, no oil on the dipstick. I, I get some oil, fill it up. It was six quarts low. And you know that thing's like 8.8 quarts total. And took it to the dealership where they do the service. They found no oil leaks. It just said it was burning oil. And... Now, I've seen the TSB on that where it talks about maybe a quart over 7,000 miles, but that just seems crazy. So my two questions are this. What do you think that could be? I don't see any leaks anywhere. And two, has it done some permanent damage to the engine, do you, do you think? Did you, did you, do you ever smell any oil? Is there any oil on the tailgate? No. I never smelled oil. never saw, like, smoke coming out when I was started up and, you know, be outside the vehicle or anything. Do you have any kind of like animals that like to eat oil? Could you? <laughs> could somebody be? Could, he's not even laughing. He goes. Seriously? This is not funny. No. Do we? Do you? Well, there are a Ford the, Gremlin. Yeah, I mean, Ford this is, seems right. like just this is like like this Ford. Like nobody want to steal anything, but maybe times are tough. Did they siphon the oil out? I mean, where could it have gone? That's a lot of oil. Six quarts, <laughs> man. Eight. So. Here's the thing, Brian. Here is my total honest-to-goodness guess is that somebody put four or two, two, not enough quarts at the last oil change. That's my honest-to-God guess. And because it would have been eight quarts, six quarts, over 7,000 miles, you would be seeing something or smelling something. And if you're not, my guess is somebody, when you had your oil change last, possibly did not put enough oil back in that truck. That, that makes that's kind of what I was thinking. Of course, they deny that. But oh yeah. So when you filled it back up, are you hearing any more ticking or any other issues with the engine? Nope. Took care of it right away. So, so here's the thing. Hard to say. The good news is you stopped. Did the oil light ever come on at all? Never came on. No check engine. No oil light. Oil pressure was fine. Good. 
So here's if it's me, one I would go, you know, completely change it, put a new filter on it. I wouldn't just leave those that six quarts you added into it. I would get it changed if you haven't already. I would add BG MOA. You can go to my store, go to anywhere that's a BGA BG. Just add it to the oil change at the end, uh, and then because if it if it did any major damage down low, the oil light more than likely would have come on prior to that damage. The ticking and tapping you probably okay. heard was more than likely the lifters, and that's the first thing on those trucks that will start making noise. Chevys too, that will start really making noise. It's a warning sign, and so you stopped at that at that warning. And uh, I would change the oil, the filter, because if it was low, it probably did a lot. And I wouldn't go seven thousand on the next one either. I'd go probably close to the thirty-five and do it one more time. I'd add MOA both times gotcha. that oil change. And if you don't have a problem from here on out, you probably won't. Um, you probably caught it in right. time. I got you. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate no you putting your bias aside. I was good. You know, the other piece of advice, Brian, as you know, is you got to find someplace else to do the oil change. I mean, that's, that's just <laughs> well, really good. Oh, well, it could, right. yeah, it could be a helper or somebody who didn't know, you know, people yeah. or an even old guy that's used to putting five quarts in everything, you know. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you have, you have to check them. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. So, yeah, and going forward, let me just say this. Yeah. Wherever you go to get your oil changed, yep. Brian, when you go out there, pull pull the dipstick and check it. There pull you it go. after it's cool on level ground. Pull it, wipe it, put it back down, and check it again. Okay. New oil can be hard to see. Oh, it can okay. be really clean, but you should be able to put it, turn it to the side, and see a little reflection or the light on the dipstick. Fair enough. So just be checking it. Yep. And this this probably would never happen again. Oh. I doubt it's burning. Seventy thousand miles. It's not burning it. Okay. If it was going through the turbo or something like that, which it could be, he would see some kind of sign of that much oil going out the back. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, fair enough. Great answer. And uh, Brian, you, know, you you well, Stan did not tell you to sell the Ford and get the Chevy. So I mean, this was a good. Uh, <laughs> Let me be clear. Nice. I, I I think Ford as a company has been outstanding. I think they saved America several times i joke around yeah i am a chevy guy through yeah. and through yeah i would own a ford tomorrow and there's a lot of things i would i would have no problem jumping into some of those any of those trucks yeah and going uh robbie has one we and i joke and pull and we, we banter but i think ford's an absolutely amazing company so excellent. uh no all joking aside guys ford's yep. a fantastic company excellent probably all better run than gm is to be quite honest mm, interesting yeah. All right. Uh, Ken in Chesterfield getting in on the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line this morning, 833-804-1140. Remember, you can be like Brian, hop on and chat uh, with uh, with Stan. He's always a good uh, uh, a good guy to have a talk with, but if you'd rather text, and that seems to be the way people are going today, 833-804-1140. Ken in Chesterfield says, Stan, I have read that the uh, electric vehicles have excessive tire wear due to the weight of the vehicle. Is is that true? So, great question. Tesla had this at the beginning and worked it out. Um, there, oh, okay. there are alignments, as far as I know, there are alignment specs uh, for every car out there. And so, if what happens is some of the battery, some of the suspensions on these cars, are, a lot of them are not, you would think like Ford would still use F-150, almost the same suspension on their Lightning as they would... Right. Uh, on, on the other truck. So you have the same type of tie rods, ball joints, things like that. But um, some of the newer electric cars are having the same issues Tesla did at the beginning because the center of gravity is completely different, and it does change a lot of the specs. And so he's there's who, who was that? Who were, did they leave their name? Uh, Ken and Chesterfield. Right, so, Ken, you're exactly right. It is, happen it is happening on newer designs, uh, but it seems like after a six months or a year, when they come out with the new specs for it, it seems like they're getting a handle on it. Tesla had a really big problem with that at the beginning. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, 
Great question. I'm curious. Let me let me ask a follow up then, Stan. So we know. I mean, it sounds silly, but we know that it it, it doesn't have a gas tank. Right. It doesn't have other certain things. Do electric vehicles all weigh more than regular combu- internal combustion cars? I mean, if you figure a Tesla Tesla battery, yeah, uh, is about what are they six nine hundred sixteen hundred for the big one? Wow. So if but you pull the transmission and the engine out, yeah. You know, you just yeah. have motors on either the front and the back or just the front. Um, and so it's it's just the that it's a very low center of gravity. The engine sets gotcha. up a little higher. Tra- you know, it, it, transmission's actually higher. It's almost where your knees are or a little oh, bit lower, really? you know, okay. right down there. So okay. um, it's just a lower center of gravity. But overall, they're similar. I think the weight the weights are similar. I, I couldn't tell you the total weight of a Tesla. Okay. I don't even remember when we looked at them. Wow. But oh. it's a great question. That is a great question. All right. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of folks jumping in with uh, questions via the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line. I've got one that, again, I know you are going to enjoy answering. And it, it doesn't have anything to do with Ford, just so we're very clear. Uh, but it, it is something that I know is uh, is a stan issue. But uh, you're going to have to wait a moment to answer that stan. So just get ready. I don't want you to pounce like Pixie, but uh, I want you to be ready to spring into action. Yes, I yeah. am ready. <clears throat> and uh, remember, you can give us a shout at 833-804-1140, 833 804 1140, or uh, you send us a, a note via the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line 833 804 1140. 833 804 1140. I do want to remind you that uh, while you find Stan here in the garage on Saturday mornings, during the week you are going to find him at Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the Lakeside section of Henrico. And if you have a question that we did not get to uh, this morning or you you just want to get your vehicle in, you call Certified Auto Repair starting Monday morning at 804-533-9777, 804-553-9777. And they will uh, absolutely take care of you and uh, make sure that you are ready to uh, get back on the road. It is a beautiful Saturday morning, and you are in the garage. Or is that... It's, a, it's uh, an impact with the spring. An impact, okay. I like to call it the NASCAR impact. <laughs> is that what you like to call it? Yeah. I think that socket had like a spring made into it. It's oh really interesting. You know, gosh. a lot of people don't know this when I do these tire changes. Yeah. You know, when they do the, uh, when you do the Formula cars, Formula One, they'll come up and it's just one big nut. That's why they jack the car up in the middle. Right? Zing, 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 done. Wow. Well, NASCAR here, zing, 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 zing. It's like five or six nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's five or six of them. So, but when the wheels come and the rims, and the tires, they come over and they're like hot glued or there's like this little glue. And I, I guess Alex might know better, but there's a, it, I've seen it. They come over and they have, the lug nuts are stuck to the wheel. So when I lift no. the wheel up, the, yeah, the the stud has like this little knurl okay. before the thread start. They just put the whole wheel on it and then just zing, they just hit them. They're already wow. ready to go. So it's, it's really neat. But that yeah. impact socket, if I remember right, like had a spring that grabbed the, it just, it's a much quicker because oh if gosh. you if you try to think about put they're hitting the impact as soon as the wheel gets put on by the other guy right it's right, wide right. open before it even hits the nut yeah so in order for it to do that if it was the same size it would just spin and it wouldn't line up right 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 oh, so it's wow. kind of grabs it and 
So oh, it's just that I call that a cool. spring bladder splutter spring socket thing. <clears throat> yeah, nice work. Okay, all right. That is Stan Andrewski, Boom. and uh, while it's hard he, work doing this stuff, y'all. Yeah, he has retired from his active uh, NASCAR competition, <sighs> but not to worry. He still is here for you in the garage, and I want to remind everybody eight three three eight zero four eleven forty. If you want to give us a shout, eight three three eight zero four eleven forty. You want to hit us up on the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, same number, believe it or not, eight three three eight zero four eleven forty. Uh, before I get to that text about one of your hot button issues, let me get to Tom because he's got a well, he's got a check engine light. A couple of things are not working. Tom, good morning. You are in the garage. Good morning, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. I have a 2011 Berg LaCrosse and it runs fine. 98,000 miles on it. Sweet. About a month ago, the emission light came on in it and. When I hit the remote start to start the car, it doesn't work. Right. And my my outside uh, mirrors, they usually turn down when you put them in reverse to see objects. They don't even work anymore. So I took it to the shop to get it tested. They said something about a sensor, but they couldn't pinpoint the problem. Hmm. But well, they you gave have it- any ideas? Well, did they? What kind of did they tell you? What kind of sensor it was? Did they? Uh, no, it was some kind of number sensor or something like that. So, so, so the remote start is not going to work if the check engine light is on. As far as the right, mirrors, right. The, as far as the mirrors, I've never heard of that. Unless when you took it to them, was that happening before you took it to them? The mirrors. Before that check engine light came on, they would work fine. When you put it in reverse, they would tilt down so you can see, you know, any objects. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a memory um, setting. After that, that, it, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. So that's a memory setting. They're not normally affected, although it could be, um, especially if you're trying to oh, okay. remote, if you're trying to remote start it. Uh, it's not going to let you do yeah. that as long as that check engine light's on now. If they reset that check right. engine light on and it stays off, uh, check, reset it and it goes off, you're um, all of those things should set back to factory. But as far as which sensor's bad on it, we would need to know. I mean, there's a that that car has, you know, a hundred sensors on it. So we, I wouldn't know unless we had a. Um, they gave you the actual code or told you what kind of sensor it was. We could kind of look into it from there. But yes, that as far as the remote start, a hundred percent related uh, to the check engine light coming on. Uh, it does not want to let you okay. start your car if you're not there. Um, and Okay. You know, the good news is you got a Chevy, so you have a remote start. I mean, a lot of people don't even understand how awesome it is to have that. That's why we fight for right, it. We right. need the sensor fixed so we can get our remote start and our mirrors to do what they're supposed to do. I'm with you. All right. Well, Tom, uh, okay, sounds like you're going to need to get a, a, just a little bit more information. Yeah. Appreciate the call, though. Thank yeah, you. Certified, uh, we won't help you, too. We give free second opinion. So yeah. if, if you're not happy with what they did, yeah. call up Certified if we're close, and, and uh, if we're close by or close enough to make it happen, and We'll be glad to look at it and give you a second opinion of, you know, whatever they told you. But absolutely, if you have a remote start on a Chevrolet uh, who comes factory with remote starts, <sighs> most Mercedes, Lexuses, Fords definitely don't. Uh, Chevy comes factory with them, meaning you don't have to pay anything extra. You don't have to have some guy do it after. You just go out there with your nice new GM, mm. Denali, mm. or your Buick, and you go out there and you just hit the lock button and hold your nice remote start for about three seconds. Usually it's 3.17737 seconds. It's absolutely the same with every Chevy. Perfect timing. 
It starts up and runs great, and it's nice and warm. Uh-huh. When you get in there, heated seats, uh-huh. and it's nice and cool, and air-conditioned seats in the summer. Yes, they exist. How do I know? Yeah. Chevy has them. Yeah. Uh, were you looking at uh, me over here with the uh, with the MDX? The no. They have one. Is that no. what you're saying? That's what you were saying. No. That's all right. Look, every everybody look. I look at MDX is cute. Like it, it needs somebody <laughs> to look up to. We all need somebody to look up to. So I know when the Denali pulls in the driveway. Oh my god! I seen the MDX start to almost U-turn and just Aww. start talking to him. I'm like, bro, yeah. you need some friends, MDX. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd want to be like him. I said, I know. <laughs> It's hard. That's why you're it's the tough. car whisperer. Speaking of the, to that combination, the, yes. the Honda-Chevy combination, yeah. along with hybrids, they're starting to explore, highly explore, more hydrogen-powered no vehicles. And wow. so you got to understand, ExxonMobil Exxon Mobil owns about 90% of the patents that exist okay. on hydrogen-fueled vehicles. Interesting. And they're not willing to let go of any of that yet because sure. there's still oil in the ground. That's right. Crazy, and it's not a conspiracy. It's 100% true. They own okay. a lot of them. But there is a lot more technology coming uh-huh. that they don't own, Okay, and that's where you're starting to get where they're looking into other options. Okay. And hydrogen, there are hydrogen prototype cars out there that the byproduct's water. Oh, okay. That's what comes out your tailpipe. That's pretty cool. Unless you're driving down a road and you get sprayed. Well, you got windshield wipers. Well, you know, you could hurt something. You're, oh, cre- you're creating, your you're creating you water. <laughs> so you can leave your sink running a little longer. That's now. right. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the question I know that you've been waiting for, and it doesn't relate to Ford. It doesn't relate to uh, Chevy. It came in via the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, uh, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Uh, Stan and Jeff, I am listening to you from the south side via the app. <laughs> That's the first problem they're listening to. That, that, that may very well be. I just bought a used Honda Pilot, which I'll tell you is an excellent investment. It has 140,000 miles on it. Stan, what value is there in a car warranty? And go right ahead, sir. Please, the floor uh, is yours. <laughs> it's it's not what it used to be. Yeah. Um, so it's taken the toll of insurance. Yeah. You know, I, I remember as early, even at Village Exxon, as early as 07, I was paying 2700 bucks every two weeks for my health insurance. Right. I had a $25 copay if I ever had to go to the hospital. I had like a $10 copay on medicine and maybe a 50 or $75 copay. There was no such thing as a deductible on my insurance back then. And now mm-hmm. that was, you know, 2007, 2006. Yep. We aren't even 20 years later. Yeah. And... Insurance, 99% of it, unless you're grandfathered into a company that had it before the Affordable Care Act, all sucks. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, our experience is this. We have very, very, very high standards at our shop, but not that high as far as with these warranty companies. We've tried to bend over backwards to help. It usually takes us four to five hours on the phone with them just to get a claim. Jeez. They do not pay what it should pay, mm-hmm. and half the time the customer has to pay more or doesn't get fixed like it should. Wow. So if you ask me... The only remaining one that I enjoyed for a good while were the CarQuest ones, and there's still some pretty decent CarQuest ones. I just don't like where they're going with, with the parts. Okay. So um, so my answer is I stay away from all of them. Yeah. And I'm at a, I own shops now. I don't have to worry about that fixing them right, but for a long time, and my kids still do it to this day where they'll take $20, 30 yep. they put it in the bank of Amelia, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like they, they can put it in, but they have to go there and take the withdrawal. It's like yeah. a money market or something along those lines, and it just goes in there. I think Trevor's got like 1800 bucks saved up, Caroline's okay. somewhere around there. Okay. And if anything ever happens, yeah. we own a shop, but we want them to be in on it, right? Yeah. And even if, what if one day we ever sold the shop? So they have their own warranty coverage yep. on their car yeah. for 20 or 30 bucks a week. Like there just, you go. 
that's what I recommend you doing. That old, you know, grandpa used to tell you put twenty bucks away a week or ten. Do it for and do it to where you can't get the money out easy. You have to drive somewhere to get it out. You can put it in easy. Mm-hmm. You just can't get it out easy. Okay, Th- that just gives you that way. It's just out of sight, out of mind. All right. Uh, coming in on the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140. Barb says, uh, I have a 2004 Chevy Silverado long bed king cab truck. Red brake light and ACS light is on. Auto Shop thought it was a module. They tried several and no change. My front and rear brakes are new. I understand it will pass inspection with the ABS light on, but not the brake light. Any ideas where the problem could be? Could be a lot of different places. And one key piece of information I don't know is what was the red brake light on before they did the front and rear brakes? Mm. Uh, you'd be willing to text back and let me know. That makes a big difference. Did the problem occur before, or were they trying to fix it by putting the front and rear brakes on? Right. If, they, if it happened after, within a few thousand miles of doing the front and rear brakes, there could be something wrong with one of those two things. Um, a lot of times people put brake pads on. Uh, or they won't flush the fluid for a good while, and part of the, the caliper will stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can cause that where you have kind of a drop of brake pressure, where your pedal feels like it's kind of dropping. It could also be a slide mm-hmm. on your calipers that, that's getting stuck that could do the same thing, cause the brake light to come in. Or it could just be something as simple as air in the system. Wow. So, okay. you know, the, the, it, I would take it, I would actually get a second opinion if they couldn't find it. It's a brake problem. And most brake problems with brake lights are either something simple electronic, most of them, right. or or air in the system for some reason that somebody put brakes on uh, and did not bleed the system properly. Okay. All right. We've got uh, plenty more questions, and I guarantee you Stan has plenty more answers. Uh, your opportunity to jump in, you can uh, give us a shout, of course, at 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140, or... You uh, hit us up via the Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. During the week, you're going to find Stan and the whole team over there at Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the Lakeside section of Henrico. You call them at uh, 804 553 9777 Saturday mornings though you're going to find him right here in the group. Thank you Hazel. All right. She knew I needed some rascal rascal flats. Hazel, anytime you want to insert a song that you feel like jamming to, go ahead and do it. It's fine. Okay. You're going to, well... Yeah, like, Adam used to do Adam would throw some good stuff in, then to throw some stuff that nobody in the entire planet's ever heard of except for Adam, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but yes. I trust her. I think that she'd have some great music. I agree with you. I think Hazel's doing a great job. We're always very happy when uh, Hazel is uh, taking care of things back at the Radio Factory. Radio Factory. Are you ready for another question there, sir? I am born for questions. Oh, boy. May Eight- not like the answer. <laughs> 833-804-1140. 833 833- 804-1140. You can call or text. It's uh, it's a text one. It says, good morning, Stan and Jeff. I love your advice. Well, now, see, that's that's mistake number one. <laughs> what do they want? Good what Lord. is their want? No, don't. They want something. Yeah, well, I, I would listen to Stan's advice. Don't, please, don't listen to my advice. I'm going to tell you, don't drive it on Tuesday, and if the light's still on, get some black electrical tape and yes. just cover and it look, up. I, look, 
I was a technician, yes. I am not some kind of NTSB person. No. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I don't even know why you listen to us. <laughs> I have no idea why you're listening. You but know, it's fun. It so. is fun. Yeah. I, I, and I wouldn't suggest that too much because people may say, you know, that's a good point. Why aren't we listening to them? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, we're here for you. If you stop listening, well, we'll that's go home true, and I'll too. sleep in on yeah. Saturdays. <laughs> right. till 7. Good morning, Stan and Jeff. I love your advice. I have a 2008 Dodge Caravan with an engine light that has been on the dashboard for a while. Again, electrical tape. How how important is it to get it checked out, or is it just, you know, a dashboard light matter? What year was it again? Uh, 2008 Dodge Uh, Caravan. And it's probably been on since 2009, so the bulb will be burned out any day now. So, great one. When we were over at Village Exxon, we used to have all these old Volvos. And I'm telling you, like, people legit would take electrical tape and just put it. <laughs> I think the great one started that whole thing. I don't know. But, no, t- listen, here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. The problem with it being on all the time is it may be on for something very incidental that doesn't affect really anything. It might be a light emissions issue. Oh, yep. Something that's not going to cause a running issue. So, but the problem is if something more important happens right you you right. would not necessarily know now here's the thing the reason that matters is if you bring it to me as a technician and there's 15 codes in there mm-hmm. that not all cars tell you the most important one so you got to try to figure out what's going on with all of those codes and what oh, could be affecting it okay much easier if you keep it clean it's just like keeping your engine maintained it's like keeping your car maintained now i will say this that year also has an oil light a temperature light or gauge and so anything major like that they're going to come on anyway right in addition to it right but some of these things as the years have gotten newer it used to be the case i'm like yeah you can you can roll don't worry about it. if something happens we'll figure it out then but a lot of the newer vehicles are starting to be where that check engine light's a lot more important than it used to be okay like there's a lot of things that they've started adding to it that oh. they didn't used to have on that on that check engine light and like you heard earlier the guys i mean the guys keyless remote yeah. Uh, remote start won't even yeah. work. Yeah. And mine won't either if it's on. Right. Um, or if you leave the car in the wrong way, sometimes it won't work. They're very smart. My, I had a battery. One of my batteries out of my uh, battery tools got down in the back. I shut the back door, and it, cut, it came to a point where it almost shut. It did not go back up yet. It started beeping to me because it knew I was walking. I had the keys in my hand towards the front of the truck. Wow. It beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, what is it? I was like, did I do something wrong? Right. And then the back opens up after about the fifth beep, and I'm like, oh, let me go see. And the battery would have actually probably okay. fallen out. It, so they're they're very car. They're becoming stupid smart. I yeah. Yeah. That's how you like that one? Wow. That's a stand stand. Uh, that's, that's a boss. That's a original. Original. I'm yeah. patting that. <laughs> it's wicked awesome, man. Yeah. I'll tell you that wicked right wicked now. awesome. So yeah, stupid smart. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> hope, that, hope that helps. Look, my dog, speaking of smart, my dogs are super smart. Rachel Kohler Dog Training, 804-441-2484. 804-441-2484. BG Products, I'm going to yep. throw them out. Okay. Yeah. A-plus roofing, yeah. Liberty Fencing. Guys, these are people that are amazing that I've used. Yep. And um, you know, I just want to give them shouts out in our community. Yeah, great people. It wasn't all the way time yet, but anyway. No, that's all right. That's all right. Now, uh, 80- BG Products. <laughs> 804 says, Stan and Jeff, I love your show. You are much more informative than the old click and clack show. Thank you very much. Right? I think we're going to be shut down. we got to be careful. Even if that's true, we can't say that out loud. No. Although, my day is now made. Yes. That's it. That and Pixie almost biting me. (laughs) 
I, I, and by the way, I, now this look, is my stand. He, he's a gloating father. I over really there. am. I'm so proud of. He wasn't Betsy. worried about me. Well, as a, you know, Stan, I said to you, if in fact she bites you, I'll let you know that she bit you. Yeah, because she's got four nubby little teeth, and she's a nine-pound chihuahua filled yeah. with rage, according to Joe's pal Emily. I'm, I'm pretty sure she cut my finger. Yeah. I mean, she never touched me, but I've never seen her move that quick in her entire life. <laughs> it was amazing. I was <laughs> like, so proud. He's over here so happy. Oh, my god! Anyway, sorry. And she's going to have to nap now for 20, 22 hours to recover <laughs> from that burst of energy. But all Executive right. producer, <laughs> Pixie Dust. All right, let's get to the question. My question, I have an 03 Dodge Ram with 160,000 miles. Nice. Uh, the gas cap keeps uh, firing off uh, engine codes by coming loose. When I retighten, the code goes away. Replace the cap with a new one, but it comes loose too. Any suggestions? Uh, maybe put an additional ring, uh, rubber ring on it. Great call. You could try it, but most of those are sealed in a rubber ring you can't see. So that year, maybe, since it was so early. But the other thing that's probably going on is that neck that go your cap goes to, has pro they have support brackets underneath there or rubber that keep them from shaking. Mm -hmm. And my guess is that, that neck is shaking. Okay. And so you want to go there, take that cap take that whole neck where the cap is even if you have to go underneath the truck safely of course right and shake and see if that that neck or that tube is actually moving and if it is you want to get a new bracket or see how you can how you can secure that that's most likely the problem uh-huh okay all right now this is a very interesting question i'm not exactly uh well it says look uh, good morning i am taking delivery very soon of a 1996 subaru Sambar van. Ooh. Oh, from Japan. It has a four-cylinder, 658 cc engine with a supercharger. Yes. Is this something that your shop will be able to service? Since I am not a car guy. Here's the thing. Yeah. It is. We have people who are. J Spec is releasing a lot of those Japanese cars around here. They're bringing them over. Okay. There's a lot of issues getting parts. I mean unbelievable issues getting parts and what you're talking about is look it may be the same thing as my Husqvarna chainsaw but just with the blower on it mm. I think I have more mm. CC's on my chainsaw than that engine does <laughs> I'm just saying like it exists and so honestly we wouldn't have any problems working on it the problem is going to be getting the parts okay I can tell you already that's the big thing people don't look at look like they're great to have rare cars like that but you have yeah. to understand it's getting parts is rare cars mean rare parts mm -hmm. and we're in a different country from where that thing was made yeah like a long ways away okay so keep that in uh, and first thing before you buy any car like that get online and look up stupid parts can you find engines can you find superchargers can you find wheel bearings for this thing do right. your own research because we're going to tell you the same thing we're going to look locally and try to get you parts but if you want to ship them from japan your repairs are going to take a while yeah i mean when i say a while that's even if you can find the part we've had a couple situations where we can't even wow. the people who made it Subaru, yeah. no longer make it right and there's not a part one on the shelf anywhere you can't just dial japan like you can wisconsin guys right like right. there's there yeah. are towns and stuff that had different dealerships in japan much like us but we have no way of ever getting like you can't get across the water and find it that way so wow. Make sure you're doing your own research before you take possession of something cool like that. All right. Uh, final question, because we're just about out of time, but uh, it comes from 757. Stan, my 22 Highlander has a camera on the front grill. If that camera stops working or is damaged, would the car fail inspection? I would think that the repair would be very expensive. That's Randy in Smithfield. Great question, and no, it should not. And now some of those cameras affect the ADOS systems, and the ADOS is basically your blind spot monitoring all of that and if it affects it to where 
it, it could mm -hmm. uh, uh, without making it too complicated it could most likely won't but it could if it affects a certain things with ados okay all right. Well, uh, we've got a bunch of leftover text questions, and uh, if you've got a service issue, I'm telling you, you call Certified Auto Repair first thing Monday morning, 8 a.m., 804-553-9777, 804-553-9777. If you get a chance and you want to support Julia's Jewels, my uh, fundraising effort for the uh, Friendship Circle of Virginia, you can uh, visit any of the social media channels, and the links are there. Yes. Thank you, guys. Just want to say we're better together. Be nice to one another. Uh, thanks for listening. Love y'all. There you go. God willing, next week we'll see you right here in the garage. Sure do appreciate you dropping by. Remember, if it rains, your lights go on with your wipers. Always use your turn signals. Don't forget to buckle up, too, okay? You got to be safe so we can see you next Saturday, right? In the garage with Stan Andruski on News Radio WRVA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 